Graceful podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah and I'm Georgie and you're listening to The Disgraceful Podcast. This week we're going to follow on from last episode and we're going to discuss the topic of ethical porn. But before we get into that, we are going to share some of our disgraces. Do you want me to go first? Go for it. Well, mine's a little bit on topic. My disgrace is my vibrator dying mid-sesh. Like, how fucking annoying. You're, like, almost there and it just, like, you can feel it lose power because it starts to go really slow and you're like, no, I know. <laughs> you're clinging on for dear life. Literally clinging on. I'm, like, opening my drawer in a panic and I'm, like, grabbing another one out. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> ah, I can picture the, <laughs> the stress in your eyes. Actually, that kind of weirded Imagine me Imagine doing a pyramid. You know, like how in Dance Moms they do the pyramids of the girls for this of the week? Imagine doing that with your vibrator. Okay, I feel like this bit needs to be cut out. That's a great content idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, my disgrace of the week is that I'm wearing your shoes to work. Um, and look, it may be boring, but it really pissing me off today. The straps on them won't stay up. And mm. then I had to walk to, like, the park trying to be a good girl, like, get some fresh air on my lunch break. Um, and I got, like, a blister because I was, like, my toes were, like, in the shoes, like, clinging on oh, for dear, dear life, life, trying to keep oh, them on. Girl. It wasn't cute. So my disgrace is wearing new shoes and trying to break them in. No wonder you were, like, hobbling when you were walking towards me. I was like, are you okay? And it's just your shoes. Yeah, my toes are literally in them, like, gripping on. Oh, for dear life. Yeah. Where'd you get your shoes from? ASOS. Oh, cute. Don't cancel us, ASOS. They do look really good. They do look good. They just need to be worn in. Yeah, I need to figure out why. This... Anyway, that's that's an off-air chat. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to deep dive on my shoes. <laughs> well, instead of deep diving on your feet, why don't we... <laughs> I mean, it'd be on topic, wouldn't it? Why don't we deep dive into some ethical porn? So, ethical porn can be defined as um, porn that is made legally and respects the rights of the performers, has good working conditions... Shows both fantasy and real world sex and celebrates sexual diversity. So the idea behind ethical porn um, is not only the fact that the porn industry, since the creation of websites like Pornhub, um, has actually become quite a horrible industry for people to be working in, um, but also the fact that it is such a male like view. Yeah, we kind of lightly touched on this last episode. But it's like the hardcore porn and stuff that men typically, like stereotypically enjoy. And it's all about male pleasure. So you won't see a lot of foreplay or a lot of chat between partners. It's very much like cutscenes of a man basically pounding and the a woman. Sledgehammer just yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, literally. And it's like, wow, like for most females, wow, that doesn't really I do can... it for us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you come? Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, that was so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and it 
not really tailored to females' needs. No, and this industry isn't very regulated because um, Pornhub, uh, you know, they have been trying to do some better things because the other issue with websites like that is there's been a lot of revenge porn and people who aren't consenting on their website. Yeah, because I'm fairly sure... I could be wrong, but there was a period where anyone could upload a video. I think it's still that way. I think the diff. I know there was a while where Visa and Mastercard. I don't think they still have the block in, but they weren't accepting payments on um, Pornhub, which basically takes away most of Pornhub's money mm. um, or a good portion of it. Uh, and that was because of the fact that they weren't pulling down minors or women that weren't consenting and think or men as well um it's just disgusting there's definitely been some improvements but we all know it's not great yeah i was talking to a friend about this today and i was like i was like it's like if you and i dated and we made a sex tape we broke up i was mad about it and i just posted and started profiting it off it without your consent of the video it doesn't even matter profiting i feel like it's just posting on that there where anyone can see it you know you well there's that obviously that's why i said like not consenting to it going out there but then not only that is i'm profiting off um exploitation yeah is even yeah, yeah. it's just disgusting it is. And so I kind of wanted to break down what um, ethical porn actually looks like. Um, so we're going to do that now. The actors are uh, can usually, sorry. Are usually. <laughs> I mean, if you're on Pornhub, maybe it's a usually. Yeah, sorry, on Pornhub it's a usually. <laughs> sorry, let me start that again. So I'm going to break down what it looks like. Um, so actors are consensual participants. They're at least 18 years of age. Their judgment is not impaired by drugs or alcohol. They are not forced directly by physical threats of abuse or sex trafficking or indirectly with mental health, substance abuse or financial distress. And they use prophylactics. Um, So that means uh, contraception that will stop STIs. Um, Because STI status can't be guaranteed to 100% accuracy at the time of filming, um, this is due to like testing windows and sometimes there are certain delays on when an STI will show up. They need to um, be using prophylactics, which is just a funky word for basically condoms and uh, dental dams, etc. So I kind of wanted to talk um, into getting forced directly or indirectly. Um, I know I watched, oh God, I wish I knew that. I'll have to put the name in the description Um, of the episode but there was a documentary on the porn industry in the US um, and it talked about the fact that um, so many of these women basically their porn directors act like they're pimps Um, and a part of this is actually getting them conditioned or not even conditioned I guess um, addicted to drugs basically Mm. um, by offering it to them making it um, available to them so that in order to feed their habit, they do what that producer says. And this was in like the 2010s. So hopefully that's happening less now. But considering how big Pornhub is, especially like after we went into it last week, definitely if you haven't listened to um, Ethical Porn, Ethical Porn or Part 1 of Porn, definitely go and have a listen because um, we'll be making references back to that episode. Um, but yeah, so definitely, you know, and all these are women who have been sex trafficked, especially if it's um, filmed in different overseas countries. Um, 
And yeah, that was pretty much kind of what I wanted to touch on the fact that even if in the video it seems well produced on Pornhub or any of those kind of mega porn sites that are free, um, a lot of the time you may not realise that they're being forced directly or indirectly behind the scenes. Mm. Um, so... I mean, it's porn. They want to make money. They're not going to be like... Yeah, it's all about making money. If I screamed help in the video, they'd just cut it out. Cut it out. They just cut scene to me getting jackhammered in the back room. Like, Well, a lot of the time these people aren't going to even try to rebel in that way mm. or because of mental health issues or substance abuse yes, issues, yeah. they're basically at the mercy of that producer or director or, you know, their pimp pretty much um, in order to be able to get that next fix. Unfortunately, um, it's pretty depressing, but mm. it's... True, and that's why we believe ethical porn is so important. It is very important. Um, now, the other part is that the actors um, meet all the above, like that criteria we just talked about, and but they are also treated with respect. They're fairly compensated. They perform under reasonable work conditions, so no 12-hour days, five-day shoots, you know, um, that it's under normal working conditions that you would expect, you know, in a more highly regulated workplace. Um, productions adhere to medical safety san- standards. This is in regards to the STI testing, bondage best practices, um, any of that stuff. Yep. So obviously, you know, with certain styles of porn, there will be bondage and different types of, um, I guess, violence. I don't really think violence yeah. is the right world. I feel, yeah, because there is obviously a whirlwind of different um, or like porn choking, yeah, and so things like that. Yeah. And it's not just being choked out. There's the correct methods of doing these kind yeah. of things um, for the performance. 100%. Um, there's also the sexual boundaries are protected. So that means you know, prior to performing um, in the porn, they're sitting down. They're going, I'm okay with being touched this way having things inserted here these are the things i'm not okay with in the performance whether that's anal sorry just the word anal gets me every time (laughs) (laughs) gets you every time um and then so there's no pressure to be doing things and performing because i know some people probably um i feel like especially men probably look at porn stars as a bit more objectified thinking, well, do they have boundaries? Why would they have boundaries? They're a mm. porn star. But no, they're a person. It's just like you may be a hard worker at work, but you have your boundaries as well. Yeah, 100%. Because I definitely watched a clip on, I think it came up on my Instagram, and it was a porn producer and she was sitting down with all these females before they were going to, I think it was like a, an orgy or something, and they like she went through the whole, hey, like, if you feel com- um, uncomfortable at any time, please say so. We can just stop the cameras. If you need water, if you feel un- like anything, it's like, let's talk about consent. What do you like? And it was just kind of like, wow, I rate this. Because mm. that's how, obviously, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, glad some people are doing it right. Yeah. And I think it's so important because, um, you know, where you choose to click and watch makes a very big difference to these people's lives because the porn industry is underregulated because it is not your normal work industry and the Mm -hmm. fact is that you know there definitely are like standards of conduct but just like if an SA victim comes out 
but they were, you know, a stripper or they were, you know, and I'm putting air quotation marks on this, sexually promiscuous, they're less likely to be believed. It's the same thing for porn actresses, you know, if they're not being treated right, um, those government bodies that can um, come in and assist aren't going to care that much. Yeah, because it'll be like, yeah, it's just like... So we as... It, oh, you're getting fucked because that's your job. Like, it's not taken seriously. No, and it's like, as a consumer, just by making some small changes, um, you have, you know, the, you power, the power to... F- yeah. yeah, definitely. So we wouldn't talk about how to find ethical porn. <laughs> Doodaloo. <laughs> jazz hands out here. Okay, hit me with it. Um... So, do your research. So, read up on porn production companies' philosophy and standards, specifically looking for content that supports ethical practices, as we stated above. Many companies will do behind-the-scenes interviews with actors, like I was saying on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, kink.com will record the consent process with performance prior to filming. That is really important as well as their reactions post-filming to give you more insight into the actor's relationship with the film. Now, if you're not someone who wants to do a lot of research, we are going to put some recommendations below. Yeah. But also there are some easy ways to kind of find um, porn that is ethical. So the Feminist Porn Awards, um, if you look up that, it nominates and awards films that treat actors fairly, embrace diversity and depict real pleasure. Mm-hmm. So that's their basis for the awards they give. So if you were to go on their website, they'll give you a range of porn um, website winners, etc. Yeah. Um, that are really good. And then the other one is the Centre for Sexual Pleasure and Health. Um, so it's created a comprehensive guide to sex positive porn, um, which in their looking for those ethical porn sites is inclusive of how the 100%. actors are treated and who the actors are. I feel like when we were doing research for the episode, I looked up ethical porn. You know, you know what came up? Fucking nothing. So <laughs> like when I just looked it up, like mm. recommendations, it wouldn't just give me recommendations. I had to like click through six things. So we've we've done that for you. We've done the hard yards. Yeah, we've done the hard yards. We've done the hard yards, so, you know, our FBI agents, like, are you girls all right? Yes, it shouldn't be that difficult. You guys have been looking at a lot of porn lately. (laughs) (laughs) They're looking at our, like, search history. They're like, these girls have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, and then the other thing, another thing to think about is getting to know the actors. So you can read and watch interviews, follow performers on social media and on their professional pages. So um, once you get to know actors, um, you know, you might find some preferences. Um, They'll be able to give their own first-hand accounts of the the behind-the-scenes activities. You know, through their social media, they'll give you some insight into who they work with, what they do with their work, that kind of thing. And that can also... You know, it may make porn more pleasurable yeah. for you. If you... I know for a lot of guys, they're, like, following, like, porn stars. Yeah, but I bet they're getting those porn stars or porn. No, right? I know, which is why. Make the switch. <laughs> it's just, like, a Find small... Find an ethical porn person. It's such a small switch. Like, we'll talk about the fact that paying for porn can make a big difference, but there yeah. are definitely a lot of websites where you can access... Free. Free ethical porn or porn that's... um 
you know, you can get a certain amount of it, like, just like Spotify for free, you have to yeah. deal with an ad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, Small ad, but ethical porn, just small price to pay. But, you know, someone's life is a lot better because you made the switch. I feel like if you, psychologically, if you think about the woman you're watching and think about, because we don't know, she could be sex trafficked. Like... It's kind of fucked drugs. up. Like, I don't know. She could she, not be yeah, getting paid exactly. right. Like, and then you think she about might it. not be of age, depending on what kind of porn you watch. And then you become a bit of a fucking perv. So you have come with yeah. threats, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, like, switch you, or, once you know this, I would hope that there is at least some, at a minimum, some guilt, guilt. in your mind. Yeah. Because I know this isn't like because it is porn, and you know, porn's a dirty word mm. and not the fun kind of. Doesn't dirty. mean you have to. Sorry, mum. I, I was kidding. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to watch, like, literally dirty shit. No, and the thing is, like, I think we don't talk about it because, you know, I mean, girls are more likely to talk about porn, but even then I feel like people are more likely to talk about mazzing than porn. I feel like guys talk about porn a lot, but that's, like, between no, guys. No, I don't think they do. Do you think they do? I don't know. I feel like I've got some male friends that are vocal with me. <laughs> we like to, like, have a joke about what porn, and I'm like... But I don't think they talk about it seriously in the way that they're like, oh, well, if you use this website or you can did you do use consent and all this stuff. Yeah, or I did you know that um, Pornhub is actually really bad for the porn industry and for women's rights? I don't, think, I don't think that's the conversation <laughs> no, they're I having. I had that conversation with my male friend today <laughs> saying that exact thing. How did you feel about that? Oh, I, look, um, I'm, you think, he's probably going to, back to Pornhub tonight to jack link. off. Like, I flick the bean, I'll flick him the link. That's great. That's a great slogan. <laughs> <laughs> George has just come up with the ethical porn slogan. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. But oh, you, are, you are right. Men, no offense. No. Offense. They don't take it seriously because they're like, oh, let me just jump on Pornhub and fucking wank off and then just move on with their life. Whereas yeah. us females really consider things like this where like oh i don't want to watch something if this chick is on drugs or has been trafficked or and has been mistreated or is working a 15 hour day just to like five days a week five days a week for my five minutes of pleasure like it's just not worth it no and i think the other thing for women it's easy it's easier for us to imagine and actually sympathize or empathize with those women or you know it can it's obviously can be men or they them um anything like that yeah but i think um a lot of women at least if it wasn't them they know someone that's experienced revenge porn or experienced a nude being shared which mm-hmm. is just like a small bit of insight you know obviously it's not the same um and the both are terrible yeah but what i'm trying to say is Inside. they've seen someone's or, you know, they've had friends sexually assaulted. Think about your livelihood or, just, ta- like, take you're exposed. Your livelihood's taken away because some fuckwit decided it was great to share um, your nudes among his friends without your consent. Like, yeah, and the other small, thing... It's a small, yeah, insight into it all. And I think most women have been sexually harassed or mm-hmm. n- at least know someone, if it wasn't them, that's been sexually assaulted. So I think we understand that boundary crossing and have seen it on a personal level i definitely had my nude like a nude exposed once because a guy lied to me really yeah it's happened to me and i've never spoken to that person ever again good and it's like that is disgusting yeah yeah and that's something that as we're saying a lot of 
people experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And think about that, but times a gazillion on drugs, getting raped, and then a camera in front of you, and then people putting it on a website. Mm-hmm. Do better. Honestly. I like that. That should just be the... Yeah, just do better. Flick better. Flick better. <laughs> I'm like clapping because that's so good. <sighs> but one way to flick better is literally paying for porn. Now, I know people... Uh, we're now in the world of the internet where people aren't used to paying for things like this, but um, free porn doesn't do very much to promote workers' rights or compensation. You know, pornography is a business that actors... Among with the pre and post production, they need to get paid, and the best way to ensure a fair wage is to pay for the um, viewing material. Um, there are definitely free porn sites um, that include um, the ability to be able to see some porn or um, use advertising, but a much safer way to ensure actors are being paid and being treated in the right condition is paying for porn, and it's not a lot. I'm sure it's probably, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'd say it's less than a, you know, if you can play for spotters and Spotify yeah. or Amazon, Look, whatever I, you can. I personally don't pay for porn. Mm-hmm. Um, I use an ethical site, obviously have for many years. I don't pay for porn, but that's because I own, like Sarah said, I only get like a small snippet or there's an ad beforehand but I don't go, oh, for fuck's sake, there's an ad because otherwise I'm paying a few dollars. But I think that's because, like, even the psychological behind it, like, because, you know, as we're saying with porn and how, oh, like, it's behind closed doors, it's dirty. Like, imagine, <laughs> like, once a week, like, the porn subscription money comes out, but it's the same as paying for OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway. Another thought is that... um. Especially, you can focus on Australian productions, but obviously the Australian industry is a lot smaller than the US industry. But um, looking at ensuring you're using um, US or Australian or more Western or countries with similar um, laws and regulations to Australia, um, viewing porn that's from those websites um, or created in those countries, as it's more, more likely um, to be ethical. And the other thing is trusting your gut. Yeah. I feel like you will go online, you know what's dodgy. <laughs> like some site where you feel like um, you're going to go to a scam page and then your whole like, it's like when you pirate a movie online or something and you're like, fuck, I'm going to get gonna a gazillion virus. virus. Like when you, you know, think that. Yeah, like, you know, and if they're <laughs> named something like, or like the porn tube or triple X and things like that, you mm. know you're going on a site that is, you know, could include amateur material, which it can be problematic if they're yeah. underage. 100%. You know, that can include pirated material mm. um, yeah. and just not ethical porn, basically. Literally um, trust your gut. Yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know what else to say to that other than yeah, trust your gut. Use your fucking eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Use some common sense. I don't know why I've decided to come to the attack. Today. No, it's true. It's because You're it's literally nice, that like... there's we're trying to assist in, you know, fuck not white savior comp. I've got I don't want to come on here sounding like I have a white savior complex, yeah. but 
you're getting passionate because you care and you're trying to advocate for women yeah. and people that aren't able to necessarily advocate for themselves. I started getting riled up and I have not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to punch someone. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I was getting ready. I, don't know I what thought that you was. were just like wanking or something. <laughs> Looks like I'm rolling in a, like a fishing rod. Anyway. But we're right. going to fish for some recommendations for you. Um, so this is my favorite. <laughs> Sorry, that was so bad. You can't just gloss over that like that was good. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you some recommendations. Yeah, okay, we're going to gloss over it. Okay. Yeah, we're going to gloss over it. Recommendations. My favorite, tried and true, is Balesia. And their tagline is like made for women, by women, or by women for women. Um, and so that... You can subscribe and pay for that. There's a paid, but there's also a free version. Um, as I said, there's ads, but it's like, and some of the clips are smaller. They even have like Balesia House or something now where you can like subscribe and like it's where the actors live in a house or something and they just have orgies and shit. But they do have like these cool <sighs> ones where it's like, they bring porn stars in and they're like, who do you want to fuck out of everyone you fucked? And then they like have a great conversation and it's like real day-to-day interactions. And it's, as we said, for by women, for women. So it's not someone just getting jackhammered in the back room. Um, <laughs> then we've got, <laughs> we've got last cinema, which has a very much a focus on diversity in actors um, and then Spit, which is focused on consensual and equitable spaces in the sex industry. And lastly is Dipsia, which is audio, um, audio porn with sex stories. So something that Sarah and I, I think, discussed in the last episode is there is more ways than just visual to consume porn. And sometimes looking at someone get jackhammered in a room isn't really for them so sometimes listening to that and sex stories can turn them on more and that's another ethical way to consume porn. Other than just free imagination is also ethical. The most ethical porn there is. Literally. As long as you're consenting to the person in your brain, then I think. Like if you're interacting, so let's say I'm having, I'm thinking about a sex scene with you, Sarah... As long as, like, I make sure that you consent to that. And you're not raping me. Is that what you... (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that you felt that needed to be a point. Um, But those recommendations we are going to list below so that you can just grab them and go have a wank. Ethically. (laughs) I'm just... I'm sorry. There's just, like, this last couple of minutes has got me, like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) I feel like it made a lot of logical sense, um, but Do I just... Do you really think it made sense? I think it made sense. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'm happy... Thank you. ...for you. Um, and she's going to go... What was the saying we came up with? Uh, click it, then flick it. No. No? No. Click the flick. No. <laughs> that wasn't it, but... Was it flick ethically? No. Flick e- Flick. Well, that's a good one as well. Flick ethically. We're going to have to listen back and find it. Okay, well, we've forgotten already. Um, <laughs> this is what we get for recording after work. Yeah, we're both, like, brain dead. We're both, like, I don't I don't have any thoughts left in my brain. All I'd like to do is jump on Balesia and 
Georgie is going home and having a a wank. Yeah. With my vibrator that hopefully doesn't die mid-sesh. charge it? Yeah, it's charged. I've had it on charge for a few days because I haven't used it all. Oh, long. God, it's going to be a power surge. <laughs> You're wooing. It's going to be the jackhammer. Jackhammer. Essentially <laughs> jackhammered in the back by myself to myself. <laughs> Alrighty, and with that, remember, stay disgraceful. Disgraceful the podcast is hosted by Sarah and Georgie, edited by G. Wilson. If you want to hear more from Disgraceful the podcast, follow us and give us five stars wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Disgraceful the podcast.